day on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Ontario's independent fiscal watchdog, that's the Financial Accountability Office that uh, looks out for us, much like the Auditor General does, says that hiking minimum wage could cost 50,000 jobs uh, at least. To talk more about all of this, Julie uh, Kaczynski is with us, Director of Provincial Affairs, Ontario Canadian Federation of Independent Business, and is on the line with us now. Hi, Julie. Thanks for taking the time to join us. I, it's my pleasure, Scott. Thanks for having us. So we hear so many different opinions on this, uh, each armed with stats saying that their position is right. But when the Financial Accountability Office comes out and says this, how do we interpret this? Well, a couple of comments. Um, we were very pleased to see an independent officer of the Legislative Assembly of Ontario come forward with a commentary on the minimum wage. From our perspective, Scott, as a representative of 42,000 small and medium-sized businesses in Ontario, we were hoping and waiting for a validation of things that we've been trying to get through to government for the past few months, including their minimum wage policy, an increase of 32% in only 18 months will result in job losses, it will disproportionately hurt young Ontarians, and it is not the best way to reduce poverty, and it's all, in our opinion, it's all ideologically driven. That's why there's a tight time frame for this. It's all about getting reelected, and that's not the right way to do policy in this province. There's no evidence whatsoever that the government has brought forward that businesses can afford this, and we're saying no, businesses can't. This is too fast. It's at such a great magnitude, and the minimum wage is already going up at the rate of inflation every year. Uh, does the Canadian Federation of Independent Business agree with raising the minimum wage? Is it is that the issue, or is the issue the speed in which it is all being done, and, uh, of course, the extent? Okay, couple of things here, if you don't mind me back backtracking. Go for it. End of March, the Minister of Labour made an announcement saying the minimum wage again this year, will go up as per the rate of inflation. October 1st, 2017, it's going 1140 to 1160. And then he praised himself and his government for the impartiality of this process. No politics in the process. It's the consumer price index, nothing political there. And he further said people will have more money in their pockets. Businesses will be able to plan. Two months later, does the 180 announces this minimum wage plan, unprecedented historically, 32% in 18 months. And businesses are telling us, they're calling me every day, how am I going to pay for this? I already have hydro costs, now these new cap and trade costs, the federal government is hammering on me with a number of initiatives, including new tax policy changes, CPP increases, EI increases. How am I supposed to pay for this? So our issue is, number one, the government already had a system in place to raise the minimum wage, and number two, it's a 32% increase in 18 months, but maybe more importantly, number three, no consultations whatsoever. The government just underwent a two-year process reviewing labor laws, and in that process, called the Changing Workplaces Review, the minimum wage was explicitly removed from the discussions. 
from the scope and mandate. It was right on the website. This isn't to be discussed. And the Minister of Labor went around telling people, oh, yes, the minimum wage not to be discussed till 2019 or 2020 until after the election. So we were broadsided by this, the small business community. And shame on the government, Scott. Businesses are paying for this. Not one penny comes from government. Businesses, is pay- businesses are paying for this. So you would think logically that you would approach the payers, the people paying for your plan, to ask them, can you afford this? So what we've been saying, Scott, is this isn't about whether or not you want to help people. Everybody wants to help people. That's not the issue. Although the other side would want to minimize it to that level and simplify it because it's, easy, it's an easier argument. It's much more complicated than that, much more complicated. So we've been saying in light of all this, especially the Financial Accountability Officer's Report, stop this reckless plan. Conduct your own economic impact analysis, consult on that, then decide what the further steps are. And those further steps could mean the timeline, could mean the amount, but nobody knows, like none of this comes with evidence. Even the $15, that is a labor-backed campaign fairness for 15. That's where that number came from. Nobody did a study to say this is what the number should be. So we're saying, come on, people, let's do some sound policy. Do your homework. Do your homework. That's all we're saying. Do your homework. Tell us what the impact would be on small businesses, on the economy, given all the other costs that businesses are already forced to bear and will be forced to bear in the next few years. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.